Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith. Here, once again, through the miracle of computer phone, my buddies Chuck and John. Hello, my love. I heard a kiss from you. I don't know. Hey, now. Oh, there he is. Chuck, you're still, still with us. Still with us. I'm mad. That's, hey. uh... Are you as mad as Spencer Dinwiddie after an uncalled foul? No, he cries. He cries a lot. Are you as mad as... Okay, we'll go down from there. Are you as mad as Mark Gasol after an uncalled foul? I'm as mad as the Thunder after a Bulls game. Oh. Not like, not like angry, like I want to hurt it, but like I'm just fed up that it's occurring in my life. I shouldn't be dealing with this sort of nonsense. Uh, and this sort of, I'm, I'm better than this computer. So you're, I, irri- you're irritated, but not, you're not at the, you're, you haven't re- you're not anywhere near a breaking point. You, you know that, you know that you're probably the second or third best team in your conference. Are you so Blake okay. Griffin going after a heckler and you need a Zaza Pachulia to step in between you and the computer? Yeah, that's exactly that's what I thought. I thought I nailed it. I was pretty sure when I started saying that analogy that it would have nailed it. So you're mad at you, you're, you're, you're failing to use your, your poor computer uh, because it's, uh, you've been to the wrong, the wrong dark webs. No, I, I just, I think it's just, uh, yeah, I, it, I probably porn, probably. Chuck, I know you have to make porn, like you have to. It's a compulsion, but you don't have to upload it. If you don't go to the site to upload your homemade porn, I don't make look, homemade. There's Chuck's computer. <laughs> just that, it up. <laughs> is your computer how? Is your computer sentient? Did your computer just turn itself on? It heard you talking and it decided to uh, make a comedic appearance. Is it singing to you in Nate Duncan voice? Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, do we have breakfast? Boy, did I ever! What do you have, John? You know that Dreamland sauce I keep filling your homes with? Yes. <laughs> I went and got early morning. Well, I not early morning for any normal human. I didn't wake up until about 10:15 today, and I sashayed down to local legend Wits Barbecue. Yeah. A really foul and odious uh, barbecue chain around here. Uh, when, got a when's... full rack of ribs. Oh, from and Wits. And then put my put my own <laughs> damn barbecue sauce on there. Yeah, because Wits will sell you whatever they got dry. You can put your own sauce on it. The mm-hmm. pork is offensive there, though. Uh, on, we- on Wednesday, the pork sandwich is two fifty-five. 
You damn right, Keith. Yes. And that's part of and that's part of my routine and I don't care if I can't eat a pork sandwich anymore. I'll still go on Wednesday and I'll still get some form of pork. But yeah, they don't believe in like saucing things. Like it's not no, I don't oh know no. if it's even technically barbecue. No, it's just braising beef. I think yeah, it's kind of I think it's just crock pot meats. <laughs> I think we've talked about this on the show because every now and then on Wednesdays I would go to a Wits because it's a 250 cent. The sandwich costs the same as like a McDonald's burger. I'm like, all right, yeah, so 250? Yeah. Fine, I'll get that. There's no line? Great. I'll get that and a water. Yeah, Thank you. You know, like that's um, I'm just all about the the, the functionality of eating. Uh, and the women of Wits. Uh, I got the women of Wits. So the Wits are I go the most to delightfully trashy. I I, I write long Flannery O'Connor-esque tales about them every time I see them. Well, so we, we go to different wits, and this is about yeah. the in- intricacies of Nashville. The wits that's near my work, which is in the very regal, blue-blood, Bellmead mm. area of Nashville, also has the nicest slash trashiest just out of high school. I feel like it's a, maybe it's a family oh. business. Maybe yeah. it's a juvenile delinquents working off some community service. Maybe it's I one mean, of those for-profit I, prisons. I am being statutory right now. <laughs> but I love them, and they're all named Misty. They're all named Misty. You no, can't Misty. even go inside my my wits, Keith. There's no way to get inside. Oh, it's just drive-thru only? There's a prominently displayed firearm behind the counter. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to very different wits. Uh, speaking of <laughs> the people working behind the counters, I've gotten the vibe from most of these fast food joints I've gone to, uh, Panera Bread, uh, Five Guys, um, and... Listen to what Keith considers fast food, Chuck. Is that not fast food? I don't know. fast food. There's no drive-thru window. All right, well, whatever, the fast casual, whatever those fast casual chains, they are hooked up with some kind of for-profit prison. It is all their workers are orange is the new black. Like... (laughs) It's all female crews. Every time I go, it's all neck tattoos. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, like, oh, oh no, I don't know. It, 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 it's a weird, it's a weird vibe. I don't understand Keith, John's mutterings and groans. Keith, high school superintendent, high school like uh, val- valedictorians have face tattoos now. <laughs> that's probably you're, that, you're just gonna have to understand how the world is. That's <laughs> true. Part, but I'm saying these people. Parcel of you being old. No, no, no these yeah. people were not born after 1994. Okay, okay. I'm all saying right. these are all people like, you know, mid-40s or more with Danny neck tattoos. And you're like, that isn't, like, I understand the younger generation, they're getting tattooed a little more. I'm, I'm going to Google this. I'm pretty sure there's some prison work program where they only have to pay these workers like a dollar. Check the back of their neck for a tooth. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, a barcode. Chuck, <laughs> what did you have for breakfast? Well, I traveled this morning. And uh, ended up at the uh, Denver airport. I'm currently in Dallas, Texas. Big D. Oh. Uh, but I was in the Denver airport, and uh, I had to get up early, early flight. But I had a uh, a turkey club sandwich. Okay. For for breakfast, it was actually outstanding at the airport. Was gonna go uh, to the uh, bar where I got uh, that chicken fried steak burrito. I don't know if you guys remember that. I do that not. Breakfast ago. I put it in the Slack chat. It's a chicken fried steak burrito. It's a p- big piece of chicken fried steak. I mean, it's there's gravy on it. John, I can't believe you don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I suck. John's not was, what you would call was, a great listener. No, he's not. <laughs> I was What's so that? looking forward to this burrito, 
And then when I got there, I sit down and some guy with a bunch of uh, face tattoos, ironically, says, if you're looking for quick service, this isn't the place. Their credit card machine was down. They were printing credit card receipts with like the carbon paper. Oh, they were doing the little the swipe, the ching ching. Never even knew that was still an option. I thought somebody on the staff just pulled their phone out and they hot spotted a Wi-Fi connection. Seriously, like yeah, I, it was it, I it flabbergasted me. I used that in like the late '90s to sell Air Jordans at Foot Action in Broward oh, County. Oh, I was Florida. wondering if you actually had one of the you. On the black Person. market, we're selling out of your trunk, uh, and you had acquired an old timey credit card. Re- uh, <laughs> what do you call that? That, that I feel like I, our, our uh, under thirty crowd doesn't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it's called. It's just it's a, a credit loud, card. violent. Uh, I think you use the word wax paper. It's a wax paper shanty device. <laughs> yeah, shanty device, <laughs> and you could. Back in the day, you used to be able to like commit credit card fraud so much easier because they would take the the copy of the credit card and then send it to the credit card company, and then they would charge the company that sent them it. It was I don't know if it gets much do. easier to commit credit card fraud than just send me an email. <laughs> I will respond and somehow give you all of my credit card information. Well, the and my PayPal account link. I mean, the and only way, I, every time you purchased it, it, it created a copy of your entire credit card number in triplicate, right? Just it was like that's that's what it was. Like everyone now has a copy. I think the phrase "carbon copy" comes from this old shanty town device. Also. <laughs> um, is this a Dinwiddie? Is this machine a Dinwiddie? I think the machine is called a Dinwiddie. My breakfast was, again, uh, just I fried some egg. I fried some egg for the baby. We shared it. We share an egg with a baby. It's kind of like a morning routine now. Did you chew it up and drop it into its mouth like a bird? Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's how she likes it. She gets angry if I don't do it that way. So uh, Some kids are picky like that. Yep, picky yeah. eater. All right. I wouldn't eat the ends of hot dogs. Uh, Keith's <laughs> baby has to have its food chewed into its mouth. Uh, Kissed into its mouth from its father. Those were our <laughs> breakfasts. After our breakfast, we moved to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Does anyone have anything they need to make amends for? I feel like, like I have... I feel like as a group, we have... Sullied the name, and not just us, like the basketball hipster world. We've sullied the name of Russell Westbrook to a point that's gone too far, maybe. Okay. Because I feel like the Thunder are in an incredible place right now, and a lot of that is due to Russell Westbrook being fine with his usage being down, doing different types of... I know he still can't, you know, he still shoots like a fool, but, but his usage is down, and in every other category, he's dominating. And the Thunder, to me, look, despite having a coach like Billy Donovan, who I don't think much of, and despite having maybe their best defender not playing, the Thunder look like a buzzsaw to play. Yeah, Paul George is really taking over. But I actually saw today, I saw a few of the NBA Hive Mind folks jumping on the we-need-to-praise-Russell-Westbrook's-adaptability this season. He's really morphed himself into a slightly different role. Oh damn it! So, so, so I'm I'm doing exactly what I'm so trying you, to rail yes, against. So, so John, <laughs> you have moved collectively with the hive mind, Yay. and now it's okay, NBA hive mind. We now appreciate <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Okay, let me pivot. Let me pivot my uh, let me pivot my apology. Uh, 
I also could apologize to Paul George and or Steven Adams because I don't think I've given them enough credit over the years. And I've watched the last three Thunder games and that is just a cohesive unit and it and it's because of the Jerry and Grant also should probably be mentioned. Like that's just a team that's playing really well and knows how to play together. And Steven Adams honestly, it's not just defensively. Uh offensively his IQ is through the roof. And then Paul George, who I've, I've always said things like not a top 10 player. Like Paul George right now is a top five player. So Paul George is, is on that fringe MVP discussion. Another thing with the Thunder this season, one of those reasons that they've gotten good, I think in addition to maybe Russell Westbrook uh, just slightly altering his role, is that they got rid of five guys last year who aren't, mm-hmm. in, the, who aren't in the NBA this year. Yeah. The old, let's just get, hey, why are we carrying five guys who are no good? Uh, yeah, I, I like. I feel really good about the Grizzlies getting rid of Andrew Harrison and him not being able to stick anywhere. <laughs> yeah, like that. I, I, I agree with you. That's like to me, that's an excellent barometer of when you've done the right thing. Because like they got Nerlens so, Noel, you know, for minimum, he's coming in playing playing well. But like, there's no more Kyle Singler to try to figure out like where he's going to play. Like they just they upgraded I mean, all their talent. What is Alex Abrinas though? He's just <laughs> he's just he's just Kyle Singler with with mutton chops. The Swarthy is, Index, Chuck. Oh, Swarthy I Index. I knew John was going to say Swarthy. Incredible. He looks like Wolverine. But what? What? Um, the thing with Westbrook that's kind of been impressive is his, you know, his his story arc in the NBA has been first he's the sidekick, then Durant leaves and he has to prove himself this monster MVP triple double machine, and now he's like. Wait, if we're going to do anything in the playoffs, I can't just take every shot. I got to get these young guys, Diallo and Abrinas and uh, all these uh, basically barely rotation players at the start of the season that are currently providing big minutes and stops when guys like uh, uh, Roby Roberson isn't playing uh any and remember, basketball. we, we, we got to say Robertson or the Thunder fans will get annoyed with you. I know you're making a Roby yeah. Robertson joke, but we got to throw out Robertson because people get angry. I know. Well, Chuck, Chuck, you bring up something that I would like to touch on in that, like, no matter how much Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons harp on the MVP year that shouldn't have been, Russell Westbrook has had unbelievable years and continues to have an unbelievable year doing something slightly different. So he really needs to be put back into that echelon as, like, one of the best players in the NBA. Even if he's taking a back seat to Paul George right now, that's still based on his own recognizance of, hey, I need to take a back seat to Paul George right now. Well, I, I mean, don't need to take every shot in yeah. in December. You and know, really, like, now, it's a long season. And we watch, you know, you know, Ke- Ke- you know, we watch what Kevin Durant has become, and maybe, you know, maybe... Russell Westbrook shouldn't be the guy who gets all this trash heaped on him for just trying to be a good NBA basketball player because he's kind of just stay, you know, been a good soldier in every situation. When he's had to do everything to try to win, they've done so and still won. I mean, what 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 more can you ask from Russell Westbrook? Really, the guy opened a Hyundai dealership in Oklahoma City. What else? Really, there is nothing else he can do. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> Uh, also, at the Thunder, if they ever start hitting some shots, they'll be even better. Like they're doing this, no kidding, great, and they're I think oh, they're, they're, they're last in the NBA in three point percentage. Uh, they cannot hit shots. Your boy Swarthy Kyle Singler, Alex Abrinas can't, can't they hit, are, hit a shot. 
Yeah, they're like the anti-kings. Yeah. I mean, I could keep apologizing forever because Dennis Schroeder is perfect on this team. He's, he's so good. Oh. He's part of he's part of the best. I think he's part of their best defensive lineup. I can't remember if that's still true, but uh, that's impressive. Um, I'll apologize. We were talking last week answering one of our croissant questionnaires about the worst shooting forms in the NBA. And we forgot a guy who's still a current player who probably has the all-time, one of the all-time worst. That's Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. So obvious oversight. Oh, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, his jump shot is, is physically painful. I'm glad the Hornets have finally realized he's a spot backup four now. But his inability to ever find a jumper uh, it's kind of sad. I feel like he would have been much better, but yes, his his jump shot is disgusting. Too. One one that we missed too, but he's kind of gotten better is Lonzo's. When yeah. he came to the league, it was gross, and now it it isn't as I don't know uh, mechanical tin man. It is still pretty gross. I mean, Can you yeah. guys give I, me a Lonzo update because I have not paid attention. Uh, yeah, he got a triple double, and it was great. Everybody loved it. Yay. I was I was gonna say he's getting traded right at the, like he no he's not he's probably the guy that's got to go I mean that dude LeBron's got two years and he's not waiting for Ingram and and Ball to get better those two guys can go for vets and then he can actually maybe compete with the Warriors I was Keith, sa- you need to realize Magic Johnson is capable of anything it's uh right. it's very possible he's still shooting a troubling fifty one percent from the free throw line which is just outrageously bad. Now, watching him warm up uh, before the game last Saturday in Memphis, I sat and watched him when he was just shooting around by himself, and it's crazy looking. It is a bizarre shot to watch. It just looks it, – it's. It, I didn't get accustomed to it. I, I guess I haven't seen him play enough where watching him shoot 50 times in a row, I was like, that is just weird. The ball comes out yeah, so strange. Keith, we need some of your live takeaways, some live observations that only someone that close – and uncomfortably close, I would imagine, knowing you could offer. I will say the three people who I watched warm up like an hour, over an hour, like two hours before the game, whenever I got there, you know, I'm in town. I didn't show up fashionably late like a, a seasoned journalist. I'm like, this is, I'm here to watch this. I'm going to go in very early and just sit like courtside and watch these guys shoot. The three people who I watched do entire shooting drills, Jaron Jackson Jr., Joakim Noah, Lonzo Ball. All Joakim their, Noah, oh. All of their shots look weird. None of their shots yeah. look okay. Uh, Jaron Jackson's at least went in a lot, although he was pretty off in that, as far as an NBA player goes, he was pretty off in, in that workout as far as his Jaren shooting. Jackson, it's weird because it's like watching a land-before-time Thunder Lizard play basketball. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Every, when he throws down one of his jams, it, it looks like he's moving slowly, and then suddenly the violence comes. Chuck. He's, the, he's junior velociraptor. Yeah. He's, he's, he's diet Bosch. <laughs> Chuck, would do you have anything you need to apologize for? Yeah, I'm I'm doing this show sans laptop today, so if I sound uh, dumber than normal, you know, <laughs> you don't have basketball my, reference open. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't even know the standings off the top of my head. I I I think maybe the Chuck Clippers who he play for Monte Morris. Hero. Chuck Chuck who he play for Monte Morris. He's he's a he's a. Uh, he had a, a nugget? That's yeah. right, Chuck. Do it down, big man. Monte <laughs> Morris is uh, incredible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he's bizarrely good. I don't understand how He's much. my starting uh, fantasy point guard, which tells you how well my uh, season is going. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, all you need to know about the standings right now is the Heat and the Grizzlies both on the outside looking in. 
dude. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, Miami's like yeah, a game and a half back from there. You know, but Miami is in the southeast, so don't worry. <laughs> right. All right. Well, those and Miami are... doesn't not doesn't know how to win uh, anything less than thirty seven games. Like that's basically what that team has been built for: forty one to thirty seven wins, and they're. They would need, because that team is so stupidly well, uh, like talented. It's deep at ten, you know, ten positions deep, or ten spots deep. Six guys could go down, like Drogic is down, and nobody's gonna miss a beat, and they'll still go five and uh, fourteen over the next nineteen games. Well, I like how even when a guy like oh, riding recruiter, he's having a great year, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, Derek Jones Jr. He's just like another Rodney Magruder. Now he's playing 25, 28 minutes a game. He's Rodney Magruder, but three inches taller, uh, and he can't shoot. But that dude can dunk. I hate that Keith is making me feel like Twitterati because I like Rodney Magruder. Yeah, you no, Twitterati. Rodney no, Magruder he, passes the ball less great. than Kelly Oubre, who passes the ball less than Hassan Whiteside. So uh, yeah. there you are. Yeah, but when Rodney, when, when Rodney does pass, it is a perfect lob for a jam. Yeah, let's yeah. move on. Uh, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we go to our steak and eggs best thing, we have a few listener submitted questions. The croissant questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. And when I said we have a few listener-submitted questions... You mean you have a few from one man and one man We have one listener-submitted question by Power Patreon supporter, Teximista. Here we go. You guys, upside down face, not sure what that means. Uh, Love you, Chuck and John. Keith, I see you. Almost... (laughs) 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 Almost... You guys low-key have kind of like some sort of weird beef on Slack. It's fun to watch. I know it's not serious, but it's Keith's a a beefer, man. So I say, here's the thing. I had had no idea I had beef going. But anyway, let me finish reading the question. Uh, Almost (laughs) almost 30 games in, your large male minds have had ample time to analyze and theorize. That seems facetious. Sure. Everything... This is an English as second language situation with Texumista. And uh, he speaks it better than I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's His commonly grammar. like, is he being sarcastic? No, he's not sarcastic because he's, he's what Austro German, whatever. Uh, he doesn't have the sarcasm tool, but he's, he's facetious sometimes. Hard to tell. So, uh, anyway, let's get he He has created get to it. a bunch of these over unders. For the rest of the season, and these are Ooh. these are amazing. I love them. All right, over under for the rest of the season, the Grizzlies seed are they eight and a half? Okay, we should answer these one at a time. Yeah. So Grizzly seed over under eight and a half. Um. So over would be in the playoffs. Under would be out of the playoffs. I'm not. See, I'm actually confused here. But yes. Okay, well, we we just need to decide. So uh, Let, let's, okay. Well, I'll just do this then. Um, uh-huh. I will. I will take. Uh, I have them out of the playoffs. Yeah, so we'll go with that's being an over. I have them out of the playoffs too. Their seed will be lower than yeah. eight and a half. Yeah, I think over's correct. So yeah. over. I don't and, think the Grizz- Grizzlies will make the playoffs. And I am just varied. Now I'm very down in the doldrums. So right. Thanks, Chuck. What do you say? Uh, Grizzlies 
are not going to make the playoff. All right, that's three overs. The Heat, the Heat seed over eight and a half. Same question, over under eight and a half. I'll go first. Uh, my, <laughs> Miami is going to be uh, have the thirteenth worst record in the league. Be at the tippy top of the lottery and not get anyone of any importance, and then get a guy that hasn't been in the NBA for uh, two years and turn him into a six-seven power forward that can dunk and go defend four positions. Does Miami even own their pick this year? They do. Congratulations, no. Miami. Yes, we finally do. And we're not going to get anything for it because we're just barely going to miss the playoffs. We're going to lose to, like, the Bulls on the last day of the season, a team that we have no business losing to, and it'll be their Super Bowl. And then, yeah, I'll be sad, and we won't get any better, and my uh, fandom will just continue to deteriorate. John, what say you? I, I think they'll make the playoffs. Okay. You'll, so you're taking under. Yeah. Um, right. So right now they're 10th. They're a game behind the Magic and the Nets, sort of. Yeah. yeah. Can they catch the Magic? The Nets are playing great right now. Winners of, what, seven straight? Uh, yeah. I, I think. I mean, it's really close. I'm just staring at it, losing my mind. It's I, basically them or the Magic. I, I think. <sighs> man. I'm going to say no. They don't make it. I'm going to say no. They, they, they stay on the outside looking in. But, I got you, Chuck. I'm wearing my, my Vice Air Force Ones right now. All right. Nugget seed. Nugget seed. Over or under three and a half. Will the Nuggets be a top three seed in the West? Um, wow. That's right on the... That's right. I, I, I'm going <sighs> to say yes. I am not... A, they're in first. They've been in first for, I think... This season is already like the second greatest greatest season in their history, as long as yeah. the number of days they've been in first place in the West. Um, their schedule has been kind of favorable for them, where they, they keep getting well, like also, good travel they days. Swept, they've swept their division, which that won't keep happening. You know, they're going to drop some divisional games. Divisional games are tough. Yeah, but I, I'll say I will say no. They will not. Okay, Chuck, what say you? Um, I don't know whether. I, I, I don't get where they're manufacturing this kind of defensive. Uh, Monte dominant. Morris. They are good. They are um, good. I could have. I could apologize to Matches Malone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they are that right. What they're doing on defense, it, it, it goes to it's a. It, Malone deserves a lot of credit. For we it. could also. Uh, I could apologize like, to Mason Plumley. The Mason Plumley. Good grief. Jokic front yeah. court is 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 just yeah embarrassing. I people. never I never Crushing thought that would people. work, and now it is awesome. Yeah. So here's me. Here's me with the with the Nuggets. For as much as they're doing incredibly well, I can't wait to find out how Isaiah Thomas ruins it all. Yeah, they, they need to <laughs> go never ahead. Play. They need to go ahead and cut Isaiah Thomas. I think they should be fielding trade offers for Will Barton. Like, yeah, uh, Tory Craig is <laughs> not very Will good, but Juancho Hernan Gomez is finally getting yeah, to play well, a bunch. He's Wancho been awesome. Fulfills the Will Barton role better than Will Barton did. Yeah, yeah. he's like top ten in true shooting percentage, and and it's not really. I mean, it's not like Bielitsa where it's like he's making every three pointer. He's like Hernan Gomez is doing smart things on the court. It's not just lucky shots dropping. I mean, the, the Denver is glorious to watch. Like. Must see TV for basketball. I mean, and right, he, and right now they're doing it with without Gary Harris and yeah. Paul Millsap, which again makes me question the roster. Like, are the they best? Like, I feel like Millsap and Gary Harris are two of the key cogs of this team. Now I'm not as convinced. We know it is Nikola Jokic, 
And we know it's everyone else kind of running off that. Jamal Murray's playing great right now, but I like I don't even know. People are saying they're gonna get a, they're gonna get a bunch better when right. those guys return. I'm not convinced. I feel like this is just how who they are. <clears throat> yeah, the, the the young guys that they're playing right now, like the Murray um, Monty thing is is tr- I think it's like uh, an underrated storyline how well those guys play together. Monte Morris is last in the NBA in turnovers, like in a good way. Right. Like he doesn't yeah. turn the ball over. It's it's insane the amount of minutes he's played and the assists he's gotten, and uh, and just does not ever uh, turn the basketball over. Let's uh let, let, let's let's pick up some speed on these uh on Texas misses okay. over unders. Uh, Pelican seed higher or lower than the nine seed? Uh, I'm out on the Pelicans, so I guess I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Higher, uh, higher. Yeah, I think. Higher, I also over. think higher. I think they're more of a ten or eleven seed. Same. All right. A Lakers well, seed. Love, love the brow, but he. Yeah, that team's. The, it. It seems like they just don't have it figured out. Quick deviation. We had someone in our in our quest on queries call him overrated, but I, I don't think he's overrated. I just don't think there's much else. I mean, it's it's yeah. New Orleans. It's the Pelicans. Uh, Lakers seed uh, over or under the four and a half seed. Will the Lakers uh, have home court advantage in the playoffs? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to be because they're they're going to be players in the buyout market. I think it's. I think they're going to end up as the four seed. Yeah, and and they'll have they'll have some help and some boost there. Yeah, they'll end up four. Where are they now? They're they're tied for four right now. They're eighteen and thirteen. They're just in that big old pack. I am not convinced. I I honestly would trust the Rockets to overtake them. Um, Mm. I'm gonna. I mean, it's really hard. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the safest bet that then more than likely they they still they end up there. But uh, I may be responding to scary LeBron as of late, but yeah, I mean they've been kind of trash on the road. So I mean they they seem all right. They'll, <clears throat> they'll, they'll be in the mix for that four seed, three or four seed. But uh, I'll just say no for the sake of I mean, podcasting. They're only trash on the what are they like? I think they're like seven and eight on the road. Yeah, seven seven and eight. So I mean that, that's that, that's that's workable. That's a fifty win team. You know, if you go about five hundred right. on on the road, so. Uh, Raptors over under 58 and a half wins. It's a very high Vegas number. Right now, the Raptors are 23 and 9. 24 and 9, I think. Oh, unless this. Raptor... I, I, yeah, I think Raptors will get there. I think, I think they'll I... chill out. Uh, 24 and 9. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at a day old NBA standings. I apologize. Is anyone on pace to win 60 games? No the one Raptors. was, but I think the Raptors <laughs> are now. A 72 uh, win percentage. That'll uh that, that that'll get you there. Yeah. Well, they that they the plan is for Kawhi to play more regularly as the season escalates, and I feel like we're just starting to feel like the 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 powers of Ananobi and Siakam are, are starting to happen. I feel like this team might become even 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 better than they have been, which I know they're like. Well, I guess they haven't been that hot lately. The Blazers caught them. Well, they haven't been as hot as they were. Yeah, they've come out of earth a little bit. Are, but I, well, they, I said they're, got, they're five and five in their last ten, but also uh, Lowry has missed a couple games. Uh, Van and, and Lowry also had that incredible like slump. Right. I, I feel like I feel like the best is yet to come for this team. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Well, so they're they're pretty much on a, on a sixty win pace right now. Uh, so I, I will go under fifty eight and a half. I, I I don't think they maintain as good as they've gone. Uh, Grizzlies, yeah, I think. Sorry, yeah, but, I think uh, Kawhi is going to have like a magical leg injury some point, and maybe lose uh, you know about a month of action between. They, they will still win most of their games. <laughs> yeah, they have. They been. will. 
they will still win most of their games. They have a tough stretch coming up, and then like once they get into February, it gets so 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 much easier for them. All right, uh, Grizzlies forty three and a half wins. Uh, I I know John and I are probably taking the under here. I don't Dude. think they're hitting forty three and a half. Uh, Chuck, no. what, what say you? No. Yeah, even at their even at their apex, I think I predicted them to win thirty nine. When they were twelve and five, I was like, I still think they're going to win. Say what? What if they got Kelly Oubre? What? How many Save wins are talking? Save it. Six. Don't you dare! Uh, come through this phone like ghost. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump through down here. Uh, Giannis three point percentage over under fifteen percent right now. It's twelve point five. I'm gonna go with over. I think I'll go I, over. I think he's gonna hit a couple. You can't, you can't keep mean, being one for eight on threes. That's, yeah, that's crazy. The, uh, and the uh, Budenholzer style is just everyone shoot. Get as far away from Giannis as you can on the court while still being on that side of the half court line. And then uh, we'll see how fast he gets to the hoop in two steps. And then everybody shoot threes. Buds needs to make it back to Giannis and he'll take a few open, you know, jumpers. Buds just to needs to chain Malcolm Brogdon and Giannis together at the hip and hope that some osmosis comes through because Malcolm Brogdon never misses, ever. Free throws, threes, anything. Just put them together, make it happen. Do you, uh, yeah, I think that's so low. Do you guys know who is the most accurate shooter in the NBA from eight feet and out? If you throw out uh, shots inside of eight feet, who is the most accurate shooter in the NBA from eight feet and out? I mean, Steph eight Curry. Feet. Nope. Uh, I feel like Malcolm Brogdon is a great Chris, guess, but that's wrong. Chris Middleton? The answer is Derek Rose. What? Derek Rose leads the NBA in shooting from outside of eight feet. There you are. Our life is a simulation, and it is all meaningless. That's some uh, floater. Let's do two more. Uh, let's just fly through them. Fly through them. Okay, okay. Uh, Whiteside assist, 0.9 per game. He's at 0.8 at the moment. He doesn't get there. I watched. I watched him almost get two in back-to-back possessions. Okay, uh, uh, over then. Let's go over. No. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, love, Kevin love trades, yes or no? No. No, no way. They can't move him. Yeah, they can't. They can't him. Yeah, that contract's huge. Uh, does Giannis win the MVP this season? No. 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 Uh, Jaeger, coach of the year. Uh, I love it, but no. No. Get out of my face. Uh, ben Simmons, threes attempted, over under 0. 0.5. Uh, over. On the season or yeah. per game? Will, will he take one? <laughs> yes. Has he not taken a three yet? Not in his career. Des- desperation heave. Uh, yeah. I don't think he would have to. Go. All right. Desperation heave. Fultz trade 0.5. This Fultz could trade it. No. I think yes. Yeah. I, I think. All right. Uh, I think he'll get traded. I think they, they like their three with Jimmy and they can get some uh, young guys or some picks. Oh, that's that is some bad business if that happens. Wow. Uh, no, it is, but I think that's what they that's what they bought into. Jimmy you're is. right. <laughs> yeah, they they are all about bad business. Um, yeah. now now we're getting personal. Last three. Uh, Burr over under two hundred nineteen point five pounds. Okay, this is complicated because I'm getting over being extremely feverish and losing weight due to having surgery. <laughs> um, I weighed myself right before the show. I'm at two twenty nine right now. So is he saying Ooh. by the end of the season? If if he wants to say by the end of the season, it just depends on how long I can stay in ketosis, boys. 
So how many how many pork ribs can I eat? I'm just gonna say whatever you say, John. I'm not. I'm, I don't have a lot. Well, do I? Should I believe? Chuck, is is there a? Should I believe in myself? <laughs> you don't want to ask me that, buddy. You don't want to ask me that. Uh, I think John Burr is capable of getting down to his. Uh, what are you two two twenty of? Uh, Triple deuce is where I like to be. The 220, 222 pounds of steel and sex appeal. Yeah. And what is, where's Texie Misty putting me at? 219.5. By the end of the season? Yeah. Challenge, challenge itself. Challenge accepted. All right. Challenge here, accepted. Here, here's, a, here's a challenge. Chuck, offspring fathered, 0.5. Mm. Challenge accepted. <laughs> okay. I'll uh, also take that challenge. I think, we, I think Chuck and I can make a child together. Perfect. Uh, Keith being mean to Texie in Slack. Oh. 39.5. What in the... Texie, you just got to... This is just life w- with Keith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the unstoppable uh, object meeting the immovable force. Like, Keith... He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Yeah, I'm he just... He sometimes the... <laughs> doesn't know he's being off, and Texie really has no idea... When he's being off, I'm so, I'm the avalanche yeah. just flattening all the trees, and the trees are like, uh, "What in the world?" And I'm like, "What? What yeah. do I do? What I? Yeah. What do I do? Hundred percent. All right, well, you just, gotta, you just gotta count to ten, Texie. Just go. Oh God, <laughs> don't respond yet. <laughs> all right, well, that was those were all submitted. Thank you very much by uh, our power listener, Texie Mista. If you want to submit your own questions to be answered on air, you got to become a Patreon supporter. And you do that by going to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Get all kinds of good stuff there. Join that Slack chat where I promise I might insult you. Uh, but but I'll, I'll do it with a smile in my heart. Um, so We got uh, It's time for another doggy bag giveaway. Also, we're going to be giving out some more uh, anniversary gifts over the holidays right after the new year. I'm going to be mailing out a bunch more. I need to get a lot of... I need to get a lot of addresses to send to you guys, but we have a lot of gifts. Thank you guys for being such outstanding contributors for so long and making this show worthwhile for everyone involved. Uh, This week's doggy bag winner is Lane Schmoose. Lane. Nice. Uh, So, yeah, we're giving, are we giving these away once a month to a Patreon supporter? Is that the, yes, sir. That is the the way we do it. There's a monthly doggy bag for our, uh, which contains normally, NBA goodies, paraphernalia, and whatnot from old Uncle John's prize cabinet. So it's a, a bunch of good stuff. So thank you guys. This week, this week they're getting a T-shirt. Ooh, very, very nice. Uh, an NBA T-shirt I picked up at a flea market. It's pretty awesome. Remember the big head uh, little bodies? Yeah. Yeah. Classic Larry Bird, big head little body. One of my favorite T-shirts from my youth. I, of course, cannot wear this shirt as it is a normal-sized person's shirt, but somebody, and it looks, sounds like it's Lane, will be getting it. Yep. So if you guys want to support us, win some of these goodies, uh, hang out with us in the Slack chat, you do all of that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. SeatGeek saves you time and saves you money. Two of the more important commodities in our lives these days. They aggregate ticket selling sites together. So you don't have to go to eight sites and then, oh, I'm going to look at the ninth one now because I'm not quite sure. I was totally that way, of course. And then they also rank every ticket based on value. So you look at the section you want to sit in, find that big green dot, the darker green, the better. You'll, you'll start to experience just endorphins when you see that green dot and know that you're getting an awesome deal on the ticket. I used SeatGeek to go to a Bucks Wizards game, got awesome seats there for my uh, fiance and me. So the way to get started with them, download the SeatGeek app and enter that familiar promo code. Fast break break. By using that code to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's promo code. Fast break break. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase, let them know that you came from us. Fast break break. John is an asshole. Fast break break. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw this week? So we have been uh, fans of the Sacramento Kings on the court this year. They're the, you know, the surprise of the league. Everybody loves them. The late game crushes. Uh, my favorite part of Sacramento Kings is their troll game. Mm. And they did it uh, wonderfully this week uh, when they played the Warriors. Uh and they played a picture of the moon landing when Steph Curry was introduced. Oh! Which is probably my favorite uh, thing that's... I've seen Steph loved it. He, he laughed. He's a um, thinker, Chuck. He's a thinker. He's a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, like, I'm, I'm all for, you know, people questioning whether or not 400,000 people were all in on a giant conspiracy. Because that's how many people it took to get to the moon. Talking about the Holocaust dogs? Hey. <laughs> Easy. I mean, I, like, that's not, like, do we, would we, at this point, be surprised if Sam Decker came out and started questioning all sorts of things he shouldn't question? Spencer Hall's been hanging out with Mel Gibson. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on from this. My best thing. Uh, my best thing is, I don't know if this is related to any of the lottery changes of the rules my best thing is like the bad teams are kind of okay right now and fun to watch like the worst team in the nba was the suns they won four in a row like yeah they have the second longest winning streak in the western conference 
Devin Booker, uh, D'Anthony Melton, Kelly Oubre, hey. uh, DeAndre Ayton, TJ Warren. That's like a fun lineup. They're putting fun lineups out. Like the Bulls are falling apart, but like the Bulls can put out a bunch of guys who are kind of fun to watch. Like Chris Dunn, Laurie Markin, and Wendell Carter. They're playing well together. Uh, Atlanta's gotten a couple wins, and they're terrible. The Cavs I like are beating people. watching the Magic. Yeah, like the, the, the Magic just have a hundred uh, six foot nine guys and DJ uh, Augustine. So, <laughs> so uh, or like Orlando, you know, was like kind of good and so getting smoked in a few games recently. The Kings are, have been good despite getting yeah. smoked in a few games recently. Like, I feel like every team is vaguely respectable. Like, maybe the, the Knicks might be the worst team in the NBA and they have a bunch of fun guys to watch. I mean, Emmanuel Moody is on fire. And I don't know if it's all going to go away if teams are going to start like overtly tanking. I mean, I feel like the Hawks are definitely the worst team. Like they're kind of the worst team, but like John Collins has just gotten back and he is unbelievably so, good. So yeah, I have uh, friends who are from my days gone by as Hawks fans who are really enjoying this Hawks team, but mostly because of John Collins. I can't say. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're like apprehensive about Trey Young, but John Collins has them in a tizzy. Yeah, I mean, he his number. I don't know where his numbers the last. It's like every night it seems like he's getting like twenty eight and twelve. His numbers are exactly what Chuck foretold. Which you poo pooed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said that. But he he said that I was about on because I, I said something like that. Like I remember. I remember. He, Keith had to look him up, and uh, and they were like exactly what he said. Yeah, he's now yeah. To, he's now to nineteen and eleven over the last you know now the last week, but they've they're all been going up. Chuck is an oracle. Know. You don't understand. Don't Keith. Guys, he's watching I, basketball this year. He's an oracle. I don't know if you guys know this, but in our uh, in our episode where we picked dark horse ca- candidates for uh, all stars, I, I did pick John Collins Ooh. to be my dark. Well, maybe you're not an oracle then. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> John. What do you have the best thing, John? Okay, so my best thing is complicated because it's also my worst thing. The the transition that I'm watching the Grizzlies go through is the best and worst thing at the same time, because I feel like the Grizzlies are sort of re-embracing an identity that they had lost, and I'm also watching my favorite player become a player who also drives me insane, whereas Mark Gasol is, ha- is ha- having... If you looked at his numbers, you would think he's having one of his better years, but if you watch the games night in and night out the team kind of ebbs and flows with him. And when he's bad, they're really bad. And when he's good, they're really good. But I also am enjoying, I, I, I see that Mark loves to get the ball to Jaron Jackson. And I see that Jaron Jackson is the future of the team and guys like, and I think Kyle Anderson's fitting in well. So I'm seeing my best thing is watching the Grizzlies kind of change right before my eyes into a different team. While simultaneously, it's very painful for me to watch uh, the era that I've become accustomed to slip away. Yeah, it's real weird where Marcus Gasol was my favorite player in the NBA, or like one of my favorite players in the NBA, you know, four years ago, like one of my favorite yeah. players of all time. And now I watch him and I just get, I just get frustrated. I, don't, I get frustrated so much, even though he's had some really good stretches of the season. I but mean, yeah. he's playing amazing def- defensively and he makes great entry passes into the post. But when, when the ball gets into Mark's hands, now that he is just as apt to shoot a three as anything else, I find myself wishing that it wasn't in his hands. 
Well, so the Grizzlies lost to the Trailblazers on Wednesday night, and Marc Gasol just would not shoot threes until the game was yeah. over. Like he just, yeah. he, he just would pass the ball every time. Now the Grizzlies are a mess. They do have the most unique streak working right now. Sixteen consecutive games now, they have opened the second quarter with a with a different lineup. Dude, the lineups are out of control. They haven't they haven't repeated the same five man lineup to start the second quarter in sixteen games now. That seems impossible to pull off. Like I, I don't tell know you what, what they will repeatedly do is play Jermichael Green excessively. Jermichael Green is not good. He's the worst, Keith. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's not great. So that we've gotten to this weird point with the Grizzlies. This is our our weird Grizz epilogue right now. This is this is best and worst. Yeah. So <laughs> they've put me in the un- uncomfortable position of when Jermichael Green slipped on a wet spot. It looked like he hurt yes. himself. I, I was like, I oh. said this last night. I was I was I was stoked. I was like, oh, maybe the Lions. Like, oh, I think he tore his sack. This is great. Yeah, maybe the Lions will make more sense now. And so, like, I don't know. Let's get my worst thing is also similarly Grizzlies related. The Grizzlies have been in the news. Things have been happening. Uh, my worst thing is I can no longer trust Woj and Shams. The reports have been wrong twice in the last week, both about the Grizzlies. So I think it's been covered a lot. The failed three-way trade where for 50 minutes there, it looked like Kelly Oubre was coming to the Grizzlies, and then Woj got it wrong about... I figured we, I figured we were going to skip this because it's so bleak and so dark. Well, so, like, they got it wrong where the Suns and Wizards thought the Grizzlies were trading Dylan Brooks. Chris Wallace thought... Uh, Chris Wallace thought that Marshawn was going to be the one included. Um, and actually, we've... Uh, through some digging, we've uncovered... What went wrong? Journalistic we, exclusive. We have actually found the the audio recording between. No way. This is between Robert Sarver, Chris Wallace, and Ernie Grunfeld. So we'll just hang on. I'll, I'll play it now. Hey, Grunfeld. Grunfeld, you son of a bitch. Robert Sarver, I got an offer for you. Oh, uh, well, I got time. I got, I got plenty of time. What do you got for me, Bob? I got, I got to get rid of Trevor Ariza. Turns out my GM is trying to give him away to the Lakers. So I got, I got to make my own deal. And I thought my boy EG in DC was the man to make a deal. I've always said, I swore by this mustache. No more deals with uh, Jerry Buss's kids. No more deals. Uh, you know, I love Trevor. I'd love to get the band back together, but what I need to get rid of is I need to get rid I need to jettison young talent. Well, I, I think we're up to our ears in young talent here in Phoenix. I don't know what this kid's at hand. Do, do you still have Brandon Knight? Ernie, I need to give you Trevor. We got to get rid of Trevor. He's making noise. James Jones, who I, who I gave, I gave him that job, and it turns out, he is very, very, very close friends with LeBron James. He feels he owes him some form of debt. No way I could have known that. I don't know why that didn't come up in vetting, but he's trying to send a reason to the Lakers. Well, I'll tell, I- tell you what, Bob. If you can find a third team, then, you know, we can make this happen. Or my name isn't Ernie Gunfield. You still have Doc Rivers' boy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got Glenn Jr. Glenn Jr. is on the block. Yeah, I I hear things aren't going great in your locker room. 
Well, we got this problem. We got probably got guys. We got guys with girls' names on the team. Kelly Oubre. Yeah, exactly. Kelly. Yeah, I don't know if that. I don't know if a Kelly can work in Bradley, Arizona. Bradley, Kelly, Bradley. Those are women's names. Ah, uh, we're we're salt of the earth type people here. I I don't know if a Kelly's gonna I work. I like in names Phoenix. like John and Wall and Jerry Stackhouse. You, if you want to move Kelly, you find someone who can take Kelly. I don't know who that's going to be, but I'm telling you, before I do another deal with the Lakers, I, I would rather pay for my own arena renovations before I did another deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. So Look, you let's give not me, be rash. Bob, you, calm down. You, you give me Doc Rivers, boy. I'll give you Ariza, and then we just got to put – you can put your Kelly somewhere. I, I think we, we might be able to call this one in. You find a third team. You find a third team, and we got business. I'll see, I'll see you later, Bob. Take care, Bob. You know, I think – I think Chris Wallace, he's always got a, he's always ripe for a Kansas boy. Let me, let me see if I can find Chris Wallace's number. Uh, uh, Chris Wallace here. Chris, what's that? What's that noise? Are you at a game right now? Oh, Bob, you know it is. I'm just having a little bit of spaghetti and meatballs at the uh, Grizz Heat game, doing my job. It's a full-time job. It's a lifestyle. That's what the press doesn't understand, Bob, is that this is a lifestyle. Don't get me started on the press. I, I got some I got some lady at city council going viral tearing me a new one. That press don't know what's good is for Is it Janie Bus again? Oh no, I wish. I'm telling you that. I wish it was too. So I got Chris, I gotta make a deal. Cause right now James Jones is trying to sell Trevor Ariza to the Lakers. I would rather campaign for a second MLK day. Before I help the Lakers win any more basketball games. I'm telling you, one is enough. One is too many where I'm at. Well, I, I think you might have yourself a fox in the hen house with James Jones. But that's, a, that's a conversation for another time. Uh, I, now, you know I love trading. We got a Kelly Oubre. A Kelly Oubre looking for a home. You mean Kelly, Kelly Rock Chalk, former Kansas Jayhawk Oubre? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, that's the Kelly Oubre. Two-time Big 12 newcomer of the week, Kelly Oubre. What you want? You want Pal Gasol? How about that? You got that young guy, Pal Gasol Brooks. Gasol second. How about Brooks? Thank you. Uh, I got a Brooks for you. I got a, Yeah, I got a Brooks. Okay. So we can make a so so we can make a deal on Brooks? Oh, yeah. Brooks is making great. He's a scorer. He's a great scorer. Ball all handler. I like points. Lots of points. The hair's the deal. So I'm gonna. All right. I'm so I'm gonna send. Kelly Oubre, the former Blue Ribbon, Blue Note, Street and Smith Player of the Year. That I scouted myself. Shades of Rafe France, France, and a doll foil wrapped into one neat package. Okay. So I'm gonna send Trevor Ariza to DC. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's gonna send me Doc Rivers, boy. Land Junior. You're gonna send. You're gonna send me. Uh, you're gonna make me a deal on Brooks, right? Brooks is done, done deal. Oh, okay, I, I can barely hear you. To be clear, we're talking about Dylan Brooks. What? I say what? What? To be clear, we're, we're talking about Dylan Brooks. Yeah, yeah, we got a deal on Brooks. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call this in to, call this in to Ernie. Congratulations, you got yourself a new Jayhawk. You tell Big Ernie, I said, hello, I haven't seen him since the Maccabi games when uh, Rayful Fritz was thinking about joining the Israeli team. And let's just let's just go ahead and tell uh, let's just go ahead and text Woj. All right, I gotta get back to these meatballs. Take care, Bob. See you. Bye bye. So that ex- so I, I think that explains it. 
Everything Chris, makes so Chris much Wallace sense now. All the pieces was, fit. Follow the money. Follow the spaghetti. So Chris Wallace thought they said a deal on Brooks. And right. then I was just totally mis- mis- misheard. And it was Dylan Brooks. That's the confusion. So. Look, this is on Chris Wallace, though. There's no way any. Who's trading for Marshawn Brooks in the galaxy? It's 100% on Chris Wallace, who has blown multiple trades in his time as GM. There has been more than once that they've told a player, hey, we traded you, and then whoops, we messed it up. So, like, you can't tell me the Grizzlies are above reproach on this situation. They they screwed up somewhere. But anyway, so this. Now, Keith, did you know that the, the average Grizz fan. I did some polling. The average Grizz fan thought that trading Dylan Brooks for Ubre was a bad idea. Did you know that? Well, so here's why it is probably a bad idea, in my opinion. Oh, I think it was a great idea, but go ahead. Well, so it's a bad idea because Kelly Ubre is a restricted free agent at the end of the year. If he, sure. play, if he plays well and then someone throws him a bunch of money, you might not be able to even keep him. Dylan Brooks, at least he's making, you know, whatever that minimum second round salary is for the next two seasons plus. And to be good in the NBA, we know you have to have players outperform their salary. The only players who can outperform their salary on the Grizzlies are Jaron Jackson Jr. And now Dylan Brooks. So I, I understand why it's bad, but I'm also in the boat with you and we texted about it. When it was Dylan Brooks for Kelly Oubre, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. You mean Marshawn Brooks? Oh, oh, okay. No, no, I'm saying even if it was Dylan Brooks for Kelly Oubre, I'm I'm like, that's kind of cool. But then anyway, so then, so Woj screwed that up, or someone screwed that up. Then Sham Sharania tweets that Austin Rivers, he's getting waved by the Suns, which I don't know what the Suns are doing, but uh, he's getting waved by the Suns, and then Shams tweets, the Grizzlies are finalizing a deal to bring in Austin Rivers. So, and then it's all been walked back. He deleted the tweet. So I think, I think a few things are happening here. Tell me what's most likely. And these may or may not be uh, conspiratorial. One, I think Woj and Sham are having a war. And Woj is feeding Shams some, some, some fake intel, maybe, to try to, to try to discredit Shams. Like, he's gotten his guy on the inside of the Grizzlies, but hey. Woj, Woj has got that Slugworth look to him. He could have done could it. could be so. The, the other thing that I think might be happening, and this is actually what I think is happening. I think, I think the, the Dylan Marshawn thing leaking, that trade leaking, Chris Wallace, he says the leak didn't come from us. I think he was scared the leak did come from the Grizzlies, and now he's trying to smoke out that mole where he, oh. t- he told some people, oh, yeah, he, he, he told a few people, or maybe he told one person, like, oh, yeah, we're going to sign Austin Rivers. This when, is when, some when Tinker it, Taylor, Soldier Fat Guy stuff. Yeah, Chris no, Wallace. this is, a, this is a Miami Vice when they're like, we'll tell the DEA it's coming in on Tuesday. We'll tell the Coast Guard right. Wednesday. Like, I can't wait to see Chris Wallace on a cigarette boat clutching a mojito. So I think, I think maybe Chris Wallace is like, hey, uh, yeah, we're going to sign Austin Rivers to see if it would get to Shams or Woj, and then when it did, he had his mole. So, Chuck, so, you're, you're on the outside looking in. What's your take on this Ubre thing? Because I'm too close to it because I got legitimately depressed about this. Um, it shows what has, uh, you know, a, the symptoms of a historically sick franchise <laughs> in the front office. <laughs> We're this the ninth like, most successful you know, team in the last decade. Tuberculosis. I, I'm not, I, I, and, and I'm not, you know, I love the players. I've, you know, Mike and Mark are two of my favorite players in the league. But, geez, can the, the Grizzlies mess. They can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. 
sometimes when they have to make decisions in the front office. They couldn't get anything for Tyreek Evans last year. Uh, they, they, they've just, you know, kind of screwed the pooch on a I bunch of, you know, why, why couldn't Zebo be on the bench right now in Memphis? That's Instead okay. Of, I mean, Sacramento. No, I'm just I, I just just the gross things. incompetence to me is what gets me so down. It, it's okay to you know try to make moves and move on from players and eras, but just like when you can't even get things done because you're incompetent. Yeah, that's what that's, it feels like. I, although, I, like part of me thinks they're getting undue blame for this stuff. It's not their fault. It does seem more likely that the Wizards screwed up, that Ernie Grunfeld got it wrong. Because, I mean, they, they told Marshawn and Wayne you are getting traded, which I still think I still think there's some blame on the Grizzlies. But it's not their fault that got screwed up, I don't think. It definitely isn't their fault that, that Sham Sharania tweeted incorrect stuff about Austin Rivers. I feel like it makes the Grizzlies look bad. I love the notion that the uh, Grizzlies players mutinied against that. <laughs> uh, that's a yeah. funny theory that they shot it down. I mean, here's the thing. So Kelly Oubre I thought was good for the Grizzlies because he just needed to get out of Washington. But he's a bad shooter. Like, he... I think the first half of the season last year, he shot a good percentage from three-point. The second half of the season, I think it was 27% from the field, I mean, from the three-point line. Same with this year. He's shooting around 30% from three-pointers. He never passes the ball. And maybe that's a function of playing alongside John Wall, where he's taking all the assists, but he doesn't really create. He has length. You know, he's young. So, like, I thought it was a fun, risky thing. Yeah, but I understand. Blocks and steals, energy player with upside. So Austin Rivers, I actually want the Grizzlies to get Austin Rivers. We need a guard. E- even though I think when we were listing our five players, we do- definitely don't want to ever have in our team. I think we chose he him. He was on there. He was the point guard. Uh, and, and, I, and I have a real issue with, I have an issue with scoring guards who can't hit free throws. Like it, sure. it bothers me. So he's a terrible free throw shooter. But this is a guy last year who was one of the best shooters in the league off the dribble hitting three pointers. He shot, he shot 38% making over one three per game off the dribble. Like the Grizzlies desperately need a, this. He's a plus defender and uh, in a contract year. And let's not forget his immeasurable daddy issues, <laughs> yeah. which all should lead to some sort of success on, on the court back, back to the, the Brooks on Brooks crime. Right. Uh, the, the, I think every NBA team should have two players on their roster with the same last name, same just, for this, just for these kind of event. And so you can have some cover when it comes. And they have to be like end of the bench, trash heap guys or young guys that nobody cares about or knows about. Because I honestly, I don't think uh, Robert Sarver or Ernie Grunfeld could pick either Dylan Brooks or Marshawn Brooks out of a police lineup. Man. And, and that's like, I think. <laughs> I think uh. it's a brilliant move. For as much as I poo-pooed the uh, Grizzlies, uh, Grizzlies. Uh, Look, this could have been Goran and Zoran for you, man. This isn't a laughing matter. <laughs> I mean, is, so, so, I can't this is over. a beautiful if, tactic that I think uh, Gerald Boyd is going to hop on. If quickly. you're talking about any of your players, if you're talking about a player on the Grizzlies, you would never, if you had to choose a name to describe these players. You would never say Brooks. You say Marshawn. You say Dylan. Yes. Like you say Mark. You say you, you say that like the most thing people know the most. Jamichael. Like you wouldn't say Green. If anyone like Ryan Russillo brokered this deal. I can't. I can't. I'm lost. He's the only one. He's the, the Dylan Brooks fan club leader. So <laughs> let me tell you something. If, if that trade got you know broken apart and Ariza ended up in L.A., 
I would have personally marched to the Staples Center and burnt it to the ground. (laughs) In my head, I'm sitting there, and and I think, like, uh, Jason Concepcion tweeted something about it, that LeBron texted James Jones and all this. Like, in my head, it was like, that's what's happening. James Jones, the GM of the, you know. uh, Executive of the year, James Jones. Yeah, and it, it, I don't know. That, I'm just glad Trevor Reese is not in Laker uh, Yeller. I don't. That's all I think at the end of the day. He's not going to help Wizards that much. Just There's imagine Ariza and, and, and Black Mama skin. I mean, Ariza's <laughs> first two games on the Wizards, uh, his pretty, stat lines are great. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, He's got, I, I think he has eight steals in, in two games. Um, oh, like I, now I want, I still want Austin Rivers for the Grizzlies. Like he's, he would work much better than, I think even uh, like much better than Marshawn Brooks or Wayne Selden, but I don't know if it can still happen. I, the, the thing that's really bugging me last word on this is there's a world where they got Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers. I know. You know, like <laughs> even if they like, so I didn't want to trade Dylan Brooks, but if you told me, oh, we traded Dylan Brooks and Wayne Selden and we got Aust- we got Austin Rivers and Kelly Oubre, which feels like almost like circumventing the salary cap, where it's a three-way yeah. trade where Austin Rivers and his big salary goes to the Suns. The Suns wave him, and then we're like, can we get him too? That would have been a great deal. Like The Grizzlies would have really strengthened the roster with Oubre and, uh, and Rivers. Now we might not get either. I don't know how to feel. The Grizzlies are bad. Though. I really thought we would. We, I thought we had an understanding that this wouldn't be discussed. All right, let's move. Chuck, what's your worst thing? We got we to gotta pick up pace and get out of here. My worst thing is uh, Greg Popovich being a dummy. Uh, he's historically stated he hates the three-point shot. And okay. it, it's absolute. And, I'm going to let you does, finish, but I know, where he's, I know where he's coming from. Hold on. And, Go ahead. Uh, and the, and the, the Spurs are taking the least amount of three-pointers, I think, or up there with the least amount of three-pointers this year. But Popovich is, and the Spurs are making – uh, their three-pointers at the best rate in the league by a full percentage point over the Warriors. And to me, it's a little like Pop going, oh, man, I can't believe I have to buy these Magnum condoms. They're so heavy, <laughs> so, so heavy in my pocket. I wish I didn't have to use them, but alas, modern... It always just happens sexual... to fall out of his pocket. <laughs> right. oh, anytime he pulls his wallet out, it's it's right next to his wallet. He's like, oh, yeah, it's... I hate having this thing. And that's what it feels like. I think his teens have <laughs> Look at the ring on that guy's wallet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the analogy we were going to go for was uh, it's like complaining about your your NBA championship rings being unwieldy. This thing, I can't even wear it. Look at this <laughs> ring. But your analogy was uh, was was more apt. Wrong, wrong ring, Keith. <laughs> uh, let's move to the award. But, but, but check it out, check it out. So Larry Bird hated the three-point shot, too. So it's just like they have a they have a fundamental disagreement with the shot where it stands in the game, which I think is actually correct. Hey, but... Uh, how does fast break breakfast? What is our position on the potential uh, four point line? How do you guys feel about that? Not not into it. No, no. I want fewer threes. Twenty five point rock and jock basket. Get, That's it. That's get rid of the corner three. Points. Get rid of the corner three. Yeah. Um, let's it? move to the yeah. Let's move to the awards segment of the program. The international stackhouse of pancakes. Shut it down. Award. Let's go home. Take it home, Keith. Given each week to the worst performance 
in a box score. Like last week, there was, you know, everyone clamoring to be involved. This week, people were taking it easy. Taking it easy. Uh, only one honorable mention, Fred Van Fleet, four for 17. We have three nominees as they occurred throughout the week. Justin Holiday in a win against the Spurs. The Spurs, who have won their last seven games by an average of 20-something points, in the midst of that, lost to the Bulls. Go figure. Uh, Justin Holiday in this loss was one for 12, eight points, seven rebounds, two assists, two steals, one block, and two turnovers. One for 12, eight points, seven boards, two assists. Ricky Rubio, three for 14 in a loss at the Magic. Three for 14, but 15 points, four rebounds, four assists, two steals. And then Donovan Mitchell on Wednesday night in a win against the Warriors. Five for 26. 17 points, five boards, six assists, two steals, one block, six turnovers, three personal fouls. Uh, so we have Justin Holiday, one for 12, four, eight points. Ricky Rubio, two, three for 14, 15 points. Donovan Mitchell, five for 26, 17 points. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's night was historic. He is the only player in NBA history to shoot 20% or worse on 26-plus shots while having five or more turnovers in a game. Oh, that turn! I like that turnover. I didn't know that turnover part of it. That's my kind of thing. That comes from Chris Hansen on Twitter. Uh, there but you yeah, go. That, 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 that is a box score butte. I was saying... I'm, I'm voting hurdy-gurdy man hard. Hurdy-gurdy man. Yeah, I'm down with it. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, who's on uh, my fantasy team. Uh, not on my, unfortunately, not on my negative fantasy team over at fantrax.com. But uh, what color, what color jerseys were the, were the Jazz wearing that game? They were just wearing their, uh, oh, I don't remember. Mellow yellow. Was it yellow ones? I don't remember. I watched it. And I don't remember. Carmelo yellow. What is that? Yeah. What does that feel like? <laughs> See? Yeah. So, uh, of of the uh, eight eight players that have actually done this before, or Keith, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Eight players have done this before. The uh, shot twenty six times and made five or, or, or fewer. Uh, six of them are in the Hall of Fame: Elgin Baylor, damned. Bob Cousy, Bob Pettit, JoJo White, Allen Iverson, Michael Jordan. Those are the Hall of Famers who've done it before. Thank God you didn't make that a game of scones. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then and then Mike uh, uh, Mike Mitchell. Pride of Auburn, oh. uh, and then the only guy to not make an All Star game who have do, who has done it, Lou Williams. So Lou Williams, Donovan Mitchell, the two guys now who have made an All Star game, but surely Donovan will get there. But anyway, congratulations, Donovan Mitchell. You are this week's International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award winner. Par fadeaway. What are we looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to more uh, defensive innovation coming out of uh, Minnesota. Taj Gibson has uh, pioneered <laughs> the shoe block, which to me is you know on par with the the sky hook and and the the crossover as a uh, large scale innovative change in the modern NBA. I feel like we've seen this before. Yeah. Gasol yeah. threw a shoe at somebody I know a couple Damn years right. ago. He closed the play out with a shoe in his hand, giving his wingspan another eight to twelve inches. I probably more because probably 14, 15, 16 inches. <laughs> we need to uh so, I don't know, man. Getting back to that ring size, you know what I'm saying? 
have we uh, have we tracked go go gadget arms the history of players using shoes? I feel like there's actually this happened a lot. I, I don't know the exact block examples. A shot? I've never seen one block a shot. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to them Christmas Day games. Christmas oh, Day's yeah. coming, guys. I mean, I, I, Thunder Rockets, that's an amazing matchup. Sixers Celtics is always fun. And then Dubs Warriors, does it get any better than Dubs Lakers? Dubs Lakers, does it get any better than that? Uh, I'm looking wonderful. I'm looking forward to uh, the, the, the Rockets round into form. They've become the pure moray ball. Their last game, they only attempted a single shot that wasn't in the paint or a three pointer. I was about to say, they only attempted one shot that wasn't a free throw. <laughs> no, no, so, so the, the, the Rockets set the record, set the record for the most three-pointers made, and the only player on their team to attempt a, a non-moneyball shot, you guys want to guess? P.J. Tucker. Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight, welcome back. Brandon Knight, who is currently shooting 18% in the season. Uh, Fun fact, did not know he was on the Rockets. <laughs> yeah, he was traded for Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson, That's right. who gave up part of his oh, guaranteed yeah. salary to be included in the deal uh, and has not gotten to play when he arrived in Phoenix. Don't give up the guaranteed money, boys and girls. Uh, also looking forward to, after the new year, we're having a Grizzlies watch party on, I want to say, January 4th. Yes, against the streaking red-hot Brooklyn Nets. So if you're anywhere near Nashville, you want to come on down to the mainstay on Friday night, January 4th. We'll have a Grizzlies watch party where we give away a bunch of Grizzlies stuff. And your first drink is free, courtesy on us. of us. Free. First drink's on us. Courtesy of Fast Break Breakfast. So set your calendars hey, Friday, gonna January 4th. going to make a 4th. daring proclamation. Yep. Jared Allen will have no badass stuffed dunks. Against the Grizzlies, because guess what? <laughs> Grizzlies don't dunk basketballs don't in dunk. your face, Jared. <laughs> yeah, please free Jaron Jackson and run your offense through him. The Grizzlies need help. Stop playing Shelvin Mack alongside Javon Carter. That's your fi- <laughs> that's your final word. Uh, anyway, uh, if you want to support the program, you do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Write us a five-star iTunes review. Uh, if you write us a five-star iTunes review, slide in my DMs, and uh, I'll send you some Fast Break Breakfast stickers. Yeah, that's right. Free Fast Break Breakfast stickers if you write us a uh, iTunes review. How about that? Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Fast Break Break. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being G&G. Fab break, break, man. You understand? Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.